Welcome back to the D-Gas Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I go by Baker, BKR, the Baker Man. I'm a hip-hop artist, former chef, and now co-owner of a craft beer bar in Fresno, California called Spokeasy Public House. And I'm here with my co-host, HK on the streets. Uh, haven't been on the streets as of late, but the reason why I had that name is I got started with craft beer a while back with when I met BKR, hey. and that led to me just being a connoisseur and a, 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 someone who appreciates the whole culture of everything brewed and food about this podcast that led us here. Man, so welcome back to the show, everybody. Um, before we go any further, I gotta say, you fucking did it, man. <laughs> he found he found episode three. I was hoping you touched uh, you, you you would touch because I I wanted to because damn. We had, we had steam on, on that one. I feel like I feel if if you yeah I had rest that day. Yeah, I yeah, fucking same, showed up ready to go. Same. Um, I had watched the first two before, and I was like, man, my energy in those were, were low. I need to I need to rest before. Right. And, and then sure the I'm last ready. episode three and a half, we were bummed out. Bummed so, out. Like, so we. I was. I even watched it. Like man, you got you got to pep it up, dude. Nobody's gonna yes. fucking watch you be all mopey and shit. Yep. And then I saw you you fucking found it and you posted it and I watched I watched some of it. I haven't seen it all yet. And I re- was remembering that day and yep. I was like, damn, we were fucking on fire. Yes. And, you know, uh, I know you said you haven't seen it and you probably don't remember this. Uh, I kind of skimmed through it while I was uploading it. And it's, it's stupid because at the end, we started cracking jokes about how... About how it might, it might not be an episode because you said something like... Uh, is this even going to be uploaded? And I go, man, I don't know. It might not even be an episode. Oh my god! And we were cracking, we cracked jokes back and forth about that, and we were like, no, no, it'll be up, and then boom, we lose it. We just fucking lost it. We jinxed it. We jinxed it. Yeah. Yep. So no more of jinxing that shit, because uh, no more AI is listening. That's why. Or hey something. man, Who we knows? we were bummed on episode three, but we knew we had to put something out, so we put something together. And then now, I, I found it earlier on an SD card that I don't know yeah. why. So it's kind of fucked up. He retrieved the fucking video file. The only way we could get it was the audio was jacked up. Jacked up yeah. Instead of trying to put it back into the program like what happened last time and adjust it, he left the audio a little bit off. But fucking close your eyes and listen to it. Yep, yep. You don't have to. Yeah, just. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and what, what, what sucks is that there is. Like, we can't upload it to, like, to, like, the platforms, like the other ones. That one's just on YouTube. Yeah, that's. Well, we're getting there. YouTube exclusive. One of these days. That's what we meant to do. It's we're a YouTube exclusive. It. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was a YouTube exclusive. Um, so, today, another kind of random, uh, serendipitous moment. We. Uh, I, I showed up and I have these. Uh, this beatification, which I'll talk about in a little bit. I brought a vertical. Um, mainly, I was digging through my quote-unquote cellar from when I was collecting a lot of craft beer, yep, and yep. Um, I was like, "Man, what do I have that's like old, old?" So I have one ten-year-old uh, beatification, nice. I've, and I decided to bring odd numbers. I got uh, thirteen, a fifteen, and a seventeen here, so we can do a little vert. And then I showed up, and he was like, "I was gonna pull out a beatification too." And he has an 18, so he messed up my pattern, but, but we were on the same page. Oh well. And me, uh, I had I, I, <laughs> I had quite a bit of these, but I, I just randomly drink them or give them away to people. Yeah. And that's how I ended up with one 18. Uh, is okay. I believe the last one I gave was um, 
Gabe when I went to visit him in Colorado and I oh, okay. I gifted it to him. So Gabe uh, getting all the mentions. Yes, right. Um Yeah, dude. I actually was thinking well when I was in class, I was like, Oh man, I got that B at and I have uh, an outbrow that mm -hmm. I was gonna see if you want to get into, but you brought these, so we're good. Outbrow, uh, shout out to Big Tim, just had a big event in, at Lucaville in Santa Cruz this last weekend. Oh, he did he? Yeah. Is, that, is that why Jared was there? That's where Jared was at. Oh, nice. Yep. I didn't know he had a. Uh, shout out to Outbrow. I'm sure uh, we'll have Big Tim on here at some point. Yes, too. at some point, yeah. I hope, hope yeah. so. I mean, that, that cat makes some fantastic beers. Fantastic. Yeah. He's like. So underappreciated and underrated. Now I'm not going to say underappreciated. People know him and know his beer. Appreciate everything he does and, know, and appreciates him. But yeah, I, he's just small. That's all. Yeah, as a yeah. brewer, as a brewer, they, I, I just don't think people uh, know enough yep. about him. So yeah, hopefully one day. You want to crack that one open? Yeah. I'll talk a little bit about it. Yeah, go ahead. So Russian River Brewing Company is a brewery out of Santa Rosa, California. Um, they've been early adopters of sour beer and wild beer um, they're trying to do traditional lambic styles generally yep. this one is like their um, ode to Cantillon um, which is like one of the OG uh, sour beer producers in, in Belgium in the lambic region of Belgium so this is a completely wild fermented beer um, they take the wort which is unfermented beer and put it into a cool ship which is a really shallow open fermentation tank and they allow it to inoculate itself by whatever is in the air so once it starts bubbling they put it into wine barrels and they let it just sit there until it ferments with whatever bacteria and yeast are in the air and you get this really delicious sour beer this thing's been in the bottle for 10 years Cork the bottle, these guys are kind of known for their beers going flat over time, which you can see if you're watching the video. No head at all. Yep. Straight up still looking um, golden color. Yep, yep. Um, so what we're looking for here is probably going to be a little funk. I remember this having a little stone fruit kind of mm -hmm. aroma. Who washes glasses? Dude. <laughs> what happened? You just left it in the sink again? <laughs> bro, you ain't gotta so, be yeah. telling people all of my secrets, <laughs> said bro. It. Uh, so this is called Russian River Beatification. They're one of the the only 100% wild ale that they produce here. If you never, which I'm pretty sure people have who, who are who are listening, there used to be lines for this. Right. When this 13 came out, no, you know what? The thir when the 13 came out, it was still a little bit early for the lines. But the other ones, yeah, there was lines. I think the 18 was one that somebody else had to get in the line for. Yeah, they. Uh, it might have been. Um, I think 17. I think I brought you. The 18. The 18. Okay. Yeah. I don't know about the 17, but maybe the 17 too, because remember there was uh, two years that I went up and I brought you a Nam. Yeah, okay. Uh, some back, so yeah, I think so. The 13, uh, I remember, um, this one right here was, we were in a, one of my one of my wife's friend's weddings, and it was up north of there even further, and we stopped at, we stopped at Russian River real quick on our drive up there, and we were all, we were all just going to grab a beer real quick. And then 
I, we pulled up and they had fucking Biat still in bottles and still on draft that day. Damn. And I was like, this is, we were so fucking lucky. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I mean. There's no line. There's nobody, like, I don't know if nobody knew about it, but it wasn't as big of a thing. I had only heard about it online. Uh, yeah. Hey. And it was and there, was, was, there. Was that the first time you, you, you had it? That was the first time I had it. Oh, nice. Yeah. Grabbed it. What you tasting? It still makes you pucker a little. Um, mm -hmm. Not bad. The acidity's low, but they've always been low uh, acidity. Um, nothing's really changed for me other than maybe the stone fruit uh, aspect is not all there and uh, uh, kind of flat. Yeah, it's flat. Yeah. I was expecting that though. I yeah. should have gave you the heads up. No, no, I mean every it, old Russian River sour I've opened spins flat. I mean, uh a lot of lambics do that too. Yeah, exactly. Like it's 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 not like it's a, a it's IPA or a pilsner that you need it to be, you know. Right. Uh this is nice. Yeah. It's nice. Um it is a, a little bit uh more sour than I remember it. Okay. Um, I'm surprised at how there's not as much oxidation as I thought was yeah. going to be for something so old. Especially beer. Like, beer doesn't yeah. age quite as long as wines do. Even yeah. some wines can't handle that that long. But yeah. This is 10. 10 years is a pretty pretty good time for 10 years uh, is a long time for, for a beer. beer. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 You cook anything this week? Yeah, um, tiny bit of oxidation. Yeah. That's not bad, though. Yeah, there is a tiny bit, but for 10 years, I was thinking it was going to be, like, kind of a toss-up. Yeah, no, believe it or not, man, I'm a little hungover right now. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Tell everybody about your celebration. Yeah, I'm a little, uh, we had, uh, we had a grandson, um, last Friday. Congratulations, yeah, man. Thanks, man, and, um. And so I had, you know, they, uh, with ever, ever since COVID, you know, a lot of things have changed in, in, in health and hospital, you know. Sure. So, yeah, it's been crazy. So they don't allow people uh, like they used to. So uh, I, had, I didn't get a chance to go to the hospital. Veto did, of course. Uh, yeah. When it was time, she was like, I'm going. Yep. There's a, they only allow one person. Yeah. So I was like, that's fine. Right. That's cool. your kid. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's, not like that. Yeah, but, but it's it's her. It's, you should be there. Yeah, it's her son's. You yeah. know, it's her. You know, and and so yeah, it's, it's you know, uh, it's it's my grandson by marriage. You know. Yep. So um, I was like, yeah, go. I think I ended up at spoke. Okay. That's it. Okay. But um, yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah. So we had him over uh, last night, yesterday, and I made dinner, and right uh, uh, and of course, you know, I had a pop. Some, some special wine. stuff. Yeah. Yep. And pulled out a Pinot Reserve. And Mama hasn't been able to drink for yeah. And she nine actually, months. She actually was going to, but then she said, I better not. I'm, I'm breastfeeding. So oh, dang. I was like, well, fuck, I guess I'm going to drink most of it. And I did because, yep. uh, of course, once the baby woke drink up. Drink most of her breast milk or, you, or the wine? That was for feed. <laughs> that was for the feed. That was for the feed. <laughs> he, he messaged me. He was like, fucking bake just waits for that. <laughs> time I was like yeah man it's funny as hell uh, but wine yeah okay wine. 
And uh, uh, yeah, once the baby woke up, Vero just left her wine and just held the baby. And so uh, me and my stepson drank most of it, but he was driving, so he didn't want to drink. So I oh damn basically I basically drank three bottles. You were that guy. Yeah, I was that guy. I'm surprised they let me hold the baby. Right. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Um, Put him on the couch with the pillow under his arm. Yeah, yeah. That's basically what you saw the picture. That's basically what happened. I was on the corner. And they, yeah. bund- they bundled the baby like up really tight. Let the baby's like young sibling hold the hold yep, the baby for yep, the first time. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, the yeah, yep. I'm opening up this. I'm I'm not interrupting. I'm just opening up this next one. This bottle of 15. Same beer like I was talking about. We're just doing a different vintage. So this is a 2015. No rush, but you know we got to get through the podcast. So I got to keep popping bottles. Flat seven up. Oh, okay. Like the lemon lime thing? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. There is a nice, like, underlying funk. Yeah. Kind of stemmy yeah, funk. Yeah, yeah, But, uh, yeah. Yeah, I get yeah. that. So, yeah, It's no. not as complex as a fresh bottle. As a fresh 7-Up? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. As a fresh uh, bottle would be at. Yeah. Would no. you agree? Yeah, no, for sure. It's, it's, it's going to be nice to, to see them oh, wow. see how much see how much they change yeah they're, they're what three years two years apart there was a third this is a 15 two years two years apart yeah, and, and then, then 17 and yeah. then the 18 is the latest one we got anyway 18 they produced i believe 18 they produced a lot a lot of that one. yeah yeah i did make some uh brace short ribs and i know you're gonna hate this some braised some braised mushrooms you bite you braised them what kind of mushrooms was it oyster Oyster mushrooms. Well, you could braise them, I guess. Yeah, just just like uh, yeah, I didn't just like the short ribs, but instead of cooking them for three hours or whatever, they just you know put less them, time. Yeah, and put them on some um, yeah the wine everything still did the wine and cool. all that. Put them on top of some uh, garlic mash and um, damn you know, some um, some carrots. I keep forgetting the farm's name, but. The same farm that we were getting the uh, produce for, for the truck. Oh, okay. The farmer's market, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah some carrots some, and beets. So, yeah. We're so lucky to have, like, this kind of produce here. Oh, in man. In the valley. I yeah. mean, and they're, we were talking about earlier about being underappreciated. They're underappreciated. Those, uh, all the organic stuff that's grown here, a lot of us don't buy it here. Well, most people here won't buy it. They'll yeah. rather go to Winko or something, you know. Right, right. Cause uh, another another thing about convenience, huh? Yep. But um, this uh, smells totally different. <laughs> yeah, man. That's at the end. That was just all lime to me. Yeah. yeah lime. Hell yeah. Yeah. Make a margarita with that. Huh? Yep. Yeah. This one's totally different, man. Yeah, man. But we pulled out a couple of Pinot Reserves and then a bottle of that. Uh, I picked up from the guys over at Michael Angelo's Pizzeria from uh, Austin Hope. Okay. Uh, Austin Hope and Paso Robles has a few different lines. Yeah. Uh, they have one. This one was Liberty School. Uh, Cabernet, of course. Dope. Um, it was nice. It was nice. You know, I'm not the biggest fan of Cabernet, um, but I like to try them. You know I mean? Yeah. Uh, I like the Austin Hope uh, Cabernet. Uh, I like the Troublemaker uh, Rome Rome blend. You would from Austin Hope. I would too. Yeah, 
And this was actually nice. I would I prefer the Troublemaker Roan blend, but anyway. Big Roan fans over here. Yeah, yeah. We so gotta I, do a Roan night. Yes. Yeah, I'm tight. If you're not from the area, as the plane goes over, uh, if you're not from the area, if that's you flying in, Michelangelo's is a local family-owned pizzeria, Italian food place, and they have an excellent selection. And talk about underappreciated. Those guys underappreciated for um, you know their whiskey and wine. Yes, yes. Yeah, so, so, so. uh, it's just a little. Maybe we're blowing the lid off of something we shouldn't. Maybe there's going to be a line now to get in now. Yeah, I know right now, and then we won't be able. We to, won't uh, be able to go yeah, in. But uh, yeah, shout out to the whole family. Yeah, to the whole Rosales family. Yeah, this is rounder. Yes. More complex, um, a little bit more funk. I don't know. It, it, so that one had this like really flat, like like I said, like those last like those seven seven up line thing yeah. going on. Um, this, I put it compared to that. I guess smoother, silkier, just. Um, yep. Definitely, uh, it's a little more balanced with the acid here. I get um, white nectarine when it's like hard, not any type of ripeness to it. Yeah. You know. Uh, okay. The, you know, you bite into it. Under, it's, it's under Way under, and it's like almost green. Yeah. You know. Yep. Which is the way I eat them. Bitter. Really? Yeah. All right. I can't stand them right. I won't even touch them. Really? No. Hot take. HK's hot takes. I like them hard. Do a whole segment. Yeah. I don't eat ripe fruit. I don't eat ripe fruit. Nope. Break my teeth on it. Well, at least I'm not Jared. He can't eat anything. He can't eat fruit. He can't eat fruit at all. He'll die. That's literally, he'll die. If he had... I know you, a lot of you guys maybe don't know what I'm talking about. He'll die. He came over one day. Can't eat fresh fruit. That's crazy. That's a crazy allergy. Yeah. I don't want to talk about him. He's not here. But I made him a gimlet because you know he loves. Not talking shit things. about him when he's no, not here. I mean. No. I'm not. Gonna, but I made him a gimlet and I used fresh, um, fresh lime. He's staring at me. Didn't say nothing. And when I gave it to him, he was like, "I can't fucking drink oh, that." Oh, we let you do it. <laughs> yeah. And then I went. I should fucking. I should have known. Right. You never know all that alcohol might denature that yeah, acid know. or whatever. But I'm always trying to kill the guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, good call on the stone fruit here, dude. Yeah. Underripe stone fruit. Nailed it. It's still not quite as complex as a fresh bottle would be. Not yeah. getting the funk. Still really smooth, which is a lot of people would like more. But yep. I just like when there's and it's real dynamic. Yeah. Um, yeah. Straight up and down. Yeah, it's definitely it has Nectarine. a lot more going for it than that one. Uh, that one wasn't bad. It just, it was really just flat. It felt, it felt flat. It just, yeah. Know. I but like this. It still, but this is a little bit more complex. Yeah. It's dope. I went and checked out um, again for all the local foods out there. Island Pacific Seafood Market. Oh, is that one on, on Bullard? And yes. First and first. Fucking cool ass store, man. Yes. yes. Great butcher shop. Great seafood yes. um, section. And really good local produce in that market too. Really, you know, like the Asian stores always have really good local, lo yeah. local produce too. Because they get, it, they get it. They get it. They get it from the homies. Yeah. The who? Their homies. Oh yeah. They get it from their homies. <laughs> I was like, what? Like they get it from yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, it's a it's a tight knit community, and that the market's great. And I picked up some salmon, and I made like a grilled salmon with like a ponzu butter sauce. Pretty good, man. Their fish was great. Their their really? the quality of the fish was great. You know, we we've been in there a couple times, and for some reason we always forget about it. And when we when we do go buy um, seafood, we either. Uh, Fresno Fish or what is it? Uh, Central Fish. Central Fish. Yeah. Chinatown. Legendary. Or Whole Foods because it's right down the street. So. Yep. But we always forget that's not too far from. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Give them a shot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, wanted to do that. Uh, we did buy some shrimp from Whole Foods, but yeah, no, I still haven't made that. But what, what did you make with that salmon, though? Like, that's all I did. I did a. Uh, what did I? I sautéed some veg. Oh, it was like long beans. Okay. Yeah, I did uh, some sautéed long bean, a little bit of ginger and garlic and, and, and onion, um, and then I did the, basically just pan seared the salmon, and then I took it off the heat, deglazed it with some lime juice, added some ponzu, added some ginger, added some garlic, kind of scraped up all the good bits off the bottom of the pan and then took it off and and added started adding cold butter um into it to make like a pan butter butter pan sauce uh what do they call that like a bird blanc type of thing see that's why i asked because to us we just like throw a salmon on on, on the pan you know in the in the pan or whatever i knew that he just didn't do that <laughs> you know you know, yeah, he downplays everything. I'm nice. not the best fish cook, but I can make up for it with the sauce. <laughs> I mean, you know, but I knew he just didn't make the salmon. <laughs> yeah, seared it and gave it to his to his kids. No, they didn't like it anyways. <laughs> Anytime I do something hell of fire, they don't like it. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> Very rarely. So you you're like fuck yeah. Yeah, I'll send you pictures of like risotto with mushrooms and all that shit. And they, don't fuck with, they don't fuck with that. Really? No. They don't like risotto? Mm. Uh, they so don't hate it. They don't hate it. They're just like, eh. They don't hate it. If it was box mac and cheese, they would love it yeah. way more than the like, homemade risotto. Hey, dad made this whack-ass <laughs> rice again. <laughs> yeah, dude. And it, it ain't out the box. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. Yeah. I mean, like some i had like got some meat the other day that was on sale and i made tacos just regular like fucking asada tacos and they god they fucked them up man they fucked them up and then today i did i got pork belly and i made like this uh chile verde kind of thing i seared it off oh, and nice. then i fucking made a chile verde and then added it to it and braised it and I thought it was great. I made it real limey to kind of cut through that, the fat of the yeah. of the pork belly, and then I threw that in tacos, and they all like ate like one and a half. Like usually they fuck up tacos. Like <laughs> we have to buy a lot of tacos. There's a lot of people in there, in the <laughs> house, and they all ate like one and a half tacos. They were like, mm. yeah. Where's it? Where like Madeline will eat like four, usually. Anyways, that's what I did. I get no respect. Yeah, none. None. Mandy probably didn't touch any of it, huh? 
No, I had some throwing some potatoes in there. Sometimes I'll throw some potatoes in the chili verde to it, thicken the sauce a little bit. It's a little tip, though. Yeah. A lot of people, Mexican people, will do that. Mm -hmm. I know that already, but hey, if you don't know that, a little, do you do that at all? Throw a little bit of potato, not even enough to where you, it's not a potato dish, but I don't. If I needed to, I would. Yeah. But I don't. But because. That chili verde sits in the in, sure. in the deal for that that potato just ends up becoming it's just a thickening. That's the point. Yeah. And yep. So yeah. So I yeah. But no. Um, when I make chili verde, it's usually it's usually like hella thick because I yeah it, you know yeah I've had it. It's bomb. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Well, anyways, she ate the potato. <laughs> out, of, out of it. Out of it. The, uh, the sauce was good. You know? uh, I, but you know I. I <laughs> <laughs> What are you gonna do? Yeah, gonna I'm gonna bring you my leftovers next hey. time. Hey, your dad made some bullshit again. <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to just look at it? I was like, all right, well, whatever. You open the 17? Yes. All right, yes. we're into the 17 yes. now. I poured too much, like I did with the whiskey last week. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah. That's what I did with the first one. I, yeah, I was like, oh man, I still sit here for a while. I was looking yeah, at it. Yep, yep. What do you think of this one so far? Tried it yet? They're getting. Man, I kind of like. Oh. I kind of like 15 more than this one. Okay. But yeah, they're definitely getting. Uh, this is. Uh, this is hella different. It might be because I just had some cheese, but it's, it seems a little bit more buttery. More uh, that's round. probably the cheese. Okay. Um, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. You're never wrong. You're never wrong to you. <laughs> this this tastes like what the 13 was supposed to was supposed, was supposed to, to taste. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah, yeah. Way okay. big lemon lime. Fucking yeah. huge lemon lime thing. Yeah, dude. I'll take that. So. Chardonnay, I'm more Chardonnay-ish. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm getting. I, I guess that's why I'm. Um, I said buttery. Mmm. You know, maybe. Um, but I'm getting Chardonnay. Mm-hmm. I can so, see that. Explain to people what uh, uh, open fermentation is. You, 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 you kind I kinda of glossed over it. Yeah, you kind of glossed <clears throat> over that. Um, so literally, usually, you you want your fermentation to be super clean. Everything in the brew house is clean, like literally clean, scrubbed, sanitized. You want no bacteria, no foreign yeasts or anything to be in there when you put the clean yeast in to ferment your your beer. Wort, it's called when it's unfermented, right? <clears throat> so they take this wort and they put it into what's called a cool ship, which is traditional for lambic style beer. And it's like a shallow, wide, open top tank like a like a like a doughboy pool or something like that and you just leave it open and you just let shit in the air start bubbling like like if you accidentally you forget to leave your beans out you leave your beans on the pot overnight or something and you open the lid the next day and there's some bubbles yep you got you would be a good sour beer maker yep and they, uh, they leave it. I think. I think they only leave it out for like like a week or so. Yeah, because they they built a really cool, uh, cool one, um, a cool cool ship. Cool ship. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, uh, in at their new facility, right? Uh, that's 
when you if, if you ever go you ever drive by there right facing the street they have like a tower looking thing and right at the top of that that's that's where it is that's the cool shit yeah Dope. they open up the windows Dope. they open up the windows and just let it let yep. whatever yeah yeah yeah, yeah that was the thing too uh I don't know how much interconnectivity inter is, but like with the steam beer, they were doing that to um, cool it down. Because oh, really? you want to get your beer as cold. You didn't know the steam? Okay, so this is going to be a, a separate a separate thing because I don't know how much uh, these tie into each other. I don't. Okay. But it's the same process. Like Anchor Steam Beer, uh -huh. they called it steam beer because they put them into the open ferment fermenters and open the windows and in san francisco it's cold. cold so you'll see you will know when the beers just just got dumped into these things because the steam would come out the windows they call them steam beers really that's it yeah i did not know that i i, I have i have wondered why it's called why they call it anger steam yeah and not like san francisco fog right. or something like that right uh but okay there's the steam coming out of the window okay yeah All right, well there you go there you go but uh, R.I.P. Anchor. <laughs> Fuck. Yep. Yeah, this is gonna man. Be his history now. That's insane. But, uh, yeah, but uh, yeah. So you let it bubble, and then from there, once it starts bubbling, they throw it into a, a wine barrel. They don't really specify what wine barrels they're using, which is why maybe you are tasting Chardonnay. Don't know. There you go. Um, and that continues to ferment. A lot of times, if you're not throwing. Um, like potassium metabisulfite into the wine to to kill everything you'll uh you'll harbor bacteria in the grains of the wood so no matter what you do if you have an empty barrel and you don't put something in there to kill everything then there'll just be shit in the wood that'll that'll help that'll, yeah, that'll yeah, help, yeah i mean kick things off a little bit i mean and, and you kind of want that with sour beer you do yeah, yeah yep yeah sure yep yeah, no. So that that's kind of dope. When you use that barrel again, there's going to be that bacteria from the time from before. Yeah. So no. Oops. Shit. And we're back. Yep. <laughs> Quick tech technical difficulty and the camera, fuck, fucking shut off again. Yep. Yep. Uh, damn. Well, we'll keep on trucking. I don't know if we'll have video on this episode after all. <laughs> We're doing so good. There's always a fucking issue. Anyway, There's always a fucking issue. Anyway, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, they have that nice. I think that's where we left off. Uh, they had that nice, uh, uh, cool ship. So, um, yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Move on. I don't remember what we were talking yeah, about. I now. don't remember. So, anyways, I think I explained uh, wild fermentation mm -hmm. enough there. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and these. And these guys were really well known for that. That's that's what they uh, that's what they started to get recognition for. And then also uh, they have the um, the, uh, the the younger and the elder. Right. So most of their sour beers are inoculated. So they're actually they're actually going to pitch in the Britannomyces uh, lacto PDO. All that stuff. The st the bacteria that make it sour. Mm -hmm. This one's not. It's just straight up. Just what's in the air. Nice. Yeah. No. I mean, I remember. Uh, That's why this one's kind of special for yeah. them. Yeah. And I, I and then, remember. Yeah, younger too. And I remember when there was lines for this all the time, and uh, now I believe it sits on the shelves. 
for a while. <laughs> damn, yes. Put them out there like that. I mean, it's not them. It's just people, you know. Um, so, you think sour sours are a little less appreciated these days? Yeah. Ah. Uh, uh, what is that commercial? Uh, so so fresh. Fresh. Just the freshest bottle we got here. Just 18. 2018. Got pre-COVID uh, bacteria in there. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the only one with like the tiniest, tiniest fucking bubbles around the outside. I'm holding yeah, it mean, up to the camera. Like yeah. I'm, I'm holding it up to the camera. Like, yeah. <laughs> Aww. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, hmm. Yeah, for orange, sure. Hmm. Orange just. Tangerine. Oh wow, this is this is yeah, that's gonna take me a little bit. This one's by far the most complex. For yeah. it being one year different from the other one, this is crazy. Very 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 different. Yeah. It's kind of toning down as you let it sit. Yeah, no. Uh, but you let it rip. Oh, I know what I got. Listen, we got plenty of time here, so oh. I need it. I got a bone to pick with everybody. Everybody, all of you. I finally finished the bear. <laughs> okay. I finally finished it. Uh-huh. And nobody, nobody's facial expressions, nobody's tone of voice really fucking told me how fucking tight this end of this, this show, this season is. I this shit was great. I See? thought it was great. See? And people are like, oh, yeah, you got to check out the ending. Like that. No, great writing. They make you stress you out watching it. Yep. If you've ever cooked for real, it's super relatable. Even if it's dramatized and everybody's a little bit overblown, it's like, God, you felt that way before. So, I watched it. I actually rewatched the first season. Okay. Because I feel maybe I didn't give it its time. Okay. With because yeah. Well, because every every time I put it on, I'm cooking, cleaning, I'm doing something, so it's just on in the background, and I'll stop and check it out. Yeah. I do have to say that this season made me stop and just kind of watch what whatever scene was going on. Yeah. Um, and then I would continue. Um, I did. I do like. Yeah, the writing was good. I like that they toned down the fucking cousin thing the first season that drove me nuts yeah cousin 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 fuck it drove me nuts <laughs> I I, you know and then the fact that they were just always button heads and button heads and button right. heads uh, I thought that was great I didn't I, I thought that was great because they're showing they're showing this because, like, in a weird way, I've never achieved that level of success of what that dude fucking Carmi has. But I felt in my heart when I was cooking that way. Like, everything needs to be this way. And he's stepping into this whole thing of also talking to people who have been successful in what they do. Right? In yeah. that little restaurant, even yeah. though it might be shitty, people love that. Yeah. And they're just, that's going to happen, like. That was real to me. I just, oh man, it was annoying. <laughs> but I do like in the new season how they calmed his ass down. 
the cousin, the I forget his name, the character, and they yeah, actually, adding depth to that yeah, character, and they actually in a real way. Yeah, they they put him in because in, he had to grow up. Yeah, yes. Yeah, and they put him in the kitchen. Amazing. And they put him in the kitchen to 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 see what it's about. Yep. And he and he's seen it. He 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 grew. He he right. understood. And so um, when he went back, he was ready to to. And he found out he was good at something. Yeah. For once. Yeah, yeah, because he because he was definitely not at anything. Yeah. He just wanted to control everything. That's all. Yep. He was good at controlling shit, but not good at being a leader. Really, really good at knowing how it was used to be. Yeah. Yeah. But. Uh, and they didn't understand um, But they spent two fucking seasons Talking about how he was good at nothing To lead up to this point That's yeah, great Yeah No yeah 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 I, I just, Yeah Yeah I just still I feel I'm gonna need to like Tie my ass down to the couch And rewatch it To actually watch it Yeah Because so much of it is Getting to know the characters There's not like you can't watch one, I mean you can watch Obviously one episode Independently But it's not, not Gonna be yeah. good for you Or the show's not Gonna be good to you If you just watch Like one episode And you're like Nah I didn't like Episode 3 So by now like So by now People have watched it So we can say things right Yeah you can say things okay. I, I don't feel like I have to more than that Though like okay. You just gotta Fucking watch it Yeah no I I ended up liking I'm Talking about the bear On, on yeah. Hulu oh, FX yeah. Yeah. I ended up liking that. FX? Yeah, FX. Uh, it comes on TV yeah. too, right? Yeah. Like regular? Yeah. It's on Hulu. Yeah, it's on Hulu. I like what they did with that character, and I disliked... I ended up disliking uh, Sydney. I was mm. like, yeah. She got him up. Okay. So, yeah, to She's me... so likable, though. I don't know. Her, her character, to me, just... Just, they took it, and they just made her a big, like... Complainer, never happy. Yeah, kind of, you know, kind of person. Right. And at at the at the very end, she pretty much just walked away. It was like I had the same for me, basically, from what I remember. At the end of the at the end of the end? at the end at the end, she was like, I don't think I'm gonna be here, something Maybe. like that. And yeah. so to me, I was like, see, like, yeah, I didn't end up liking her character. Uh, Carmen, Carmi, Car, whatever. He he well, he is who he was throughout. You the think whole. at the end they showed that she wasn't gonna be around? Yeah. I'm about to rewatch it, but I'm pretty sure that's that's what I got from it. I was like, was okay. she fucking quitting? Anyway. I mean, that's what she was leading up towards. But that Yeah, you you definitely have to watch it again. Because yeah. you missed out a lot of the nuance, it sounds like. Yeah, see, uh again, uh there is shows that I started watching. Because at the end you start to see that, yeah, you, you you need to be doing this on your own. By the time you get to the end, you start to realize, like, all the things that you think you can't do that you're depending on him for, you could have done that already, and you, you're doing everything already. Already, yeah. He hasn't helped you do shit. All the stuff you're complaining about. Oh, that's right. He ended up He being hasn't locked helped up. you do anything. He ended up being locked up, and that's right. what she's, okay, yeah, yeah, right, right, it's right, coming right, back right. to me, yeah, yeah. So like, and then she, and then she learned from other chefs that looked like her. I don't know if you saw that part. Yes. So like, you yeah, know, to she not started depend. to see like, wow, holy shit. Yeah. So. Uh, anyways, yeah, I'm mad at everybody. <laughs> Should have been telling me how good it was. 
I'm gonna have to rewatch it again. When, <laughs> when season three comes out, I'm gonna be like, okay, I, I guess I gotta go back uh, to, to season one. one and rewatch this whole shit again. And then I, I'm gonna end up doing the same thing with uh, season three, just fucking running around. What's funny is like most, skimming it. Most of the time, when I watch it, I'm actually making dinner or something. Yeah. And so uh, I'm making my own dinner. I ain't got time to hear somebody yelling at someone else to make dinner. I love it. You know. What I have been, uh, what I have. Remember when you always yell, you used to tell everybody I yelled at you when we did catering. <laughs> he did yell. At me. It was it was a minor yell. He he told me not to do something. I'll do that. You do this. I do that. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> but I have been watching uh, Godfather of Harlem. This has nothing to do with our podcast, but no, that's a but, great show. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I just, I finally finished season two and got into season three. I haven't started season three yet. Yeah, um, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, no, uh, I like it. Yeah, I like. I don't like that they changed that one of the main characters. That's what Jared said. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, not but, the Max's character. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. But yeah, if you have not checked that out um, from yeah. the get go, uh, I thought they actually canceled it. Um, uh, because it took them a long time to come out yep. with this, with this. So I thought they had canceled it. Yeah, and it changed networks. Oh, okay, weird. yes, they did. Yeah, it was they on did, Peacock, did. and yes. then, yeah, weird. And Jared told me like, "Hey, have you seen it?" I said, "Yeah," but they canceled. It. Like, no, they didn't. Nah, season three came like, out, oh, but it came shit. straight to TV first before they put it on streaming. Oh, yeah, so it's okay. been out. So people have already seen it on okay. TV. If you watch that, yeah. If you watch live TV, yeah. <laughs> no, I I just binge everything. Yep. You yep. know why? Why so wait? It already came out, and now it's out on uh, Hulu. Hulu coming with the bangers right now. I'll tell you what I did watch is um, I went <sighs> back. Just have it be something about music for. I went words. back and rewatched. I started rewatching uh, No Reservations. Wow. I I I haven't been able to watch anything um, like with the guy. Yeah. Because I told you like. For me, when I started watching them, it's what got me to get into this shit. Yeah. Got me to get into food and try different foods and all that. Yeah, man. And so I ran into the um, into the episode where he goes to Baja. Remember, we, uh, if you happen to catch the last episode that we did, we talked about Baja. about that yep. about that episode and me going to, yeah. to those places. So he goes to Baja and starts off and the first place he goes to is in, T- in TJ and meets a very young uh, Javier Placencia who now has restaurants oh. in, uh, in Mexico City yep. and has two restaurants in Valle de Guadalupe that I went to. Did you reference that in the last? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah I so, so I was like oh shit I don't remember this but yeah. He's got a star? Uh, he's got. No he's in the guide. Yeah he's in the guide yeah. with, the, with a couple of the uh, ones in Mexico. Okay. And uh, um, Michelin yeah, guide. Yeah, and I was tripping out that uh, they went to uh, one of his first restaurants uh, where he started. He started showing uh, what we consider street food, Mexican food, street Mexican um, food, and and putting it in fine dining. And uh, Anthony asked him like, "Hey, you know, like how how was this going? Because this isn't what people." He was like, "Well, mm-hmm. it's," and he was like, "It's hard." getting people to understand but starting to come around yeah and and fuck he he has two fantastic restaurants by the lupe that 
he he kept plugging away. He yep. kept plugging away, and it happened. You know, so wow. uh, and so he's you know uh, it was a trip to to see it because I don't remember. Man, you don't I don't remember watching it before you actually went there. Huh? Yeah, yeah, and I don't remember Crazy. when that that was years ago. I don't I don't remember when, but yeah, dude was hella young. Uh, I did see him running around out of the kitchen, and then uh, when we were there. But when I seen him, I was like, oh shit, that dude's hella young. And so yeah. he, he kept playing, plugging away, kept at it, and uh, now he's world renowned, you know? Wow. So, yeah, well, so I, 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 did, I did catch that. Uh, and I, I thought, yeah, I'm going I'm to talk about this because I've been to a couple of restaurants. Yeah. That's Pretty dope. fucking dope, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I, yeah. Uh, when I was cooking heavy, my favorite, well, still probably my favorite chef is. Obviously, most people's Thomas Keller from the French Laundry, Bouchon, mm -hmm. Ad Hoc, all that stuff. And um, I fucking just all I over and over and over. I had the Cooks Tour French Laundry episode. Um, I just always I studied it. I just studied that episode because it was it was first of all Thomas Keller was still cooking, which is he hasn't been the head chef there. Even though he owns a restaurant, he hasn't actually cooked there in a long time. And like, whenever he he stepped down as head chef, is when I like kind of stopped trying to get a reservation. Like I stopped kind of dreaming about getting mm -hmm. a reservation there. Yeah. I wanted him to cook. Yeah. But um, to tie it in with the bear a little bit, remember? Do you remember when they were um, talking about unknowing your customers? How they hire somebody to like to, yeah. to look at their social media yep. to find out things about them and then make things as they overhear. So on the Cook's Tour, which is Bourdain's first first TV show. Sorry, I don't know. I just I just do that out there. Bourdain's, before No Reservations, he did a Cook's Tour. He went to French Laundry, and one of the courses, because Anthony Bourdain was there, was a Marlboro cigarette-infused panna cotta dessert. Because that's his favorite cigarette. Yeah. And he made it just one course just for just for him. Out of like twenty three courses or something that did. What? Yeah. A cigarette. I mean. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. It yeah. was probably delicious, yeah, but it sounds yeah, crazy, yeah. and that's like fucking. So you gonna do all that? Yeah. You gonna? Know, I'm pretty sure it didn't taste like a cigarette, but it nah, did. Yeah. But it did. Yep. You know, it, it did. It probably had some type of smokiness. They probably took a Marlboro cigarette, like smoke, and just kind of infused it uh, over. So it, so I had the Marlboro. I mean, if you really think about it, like it from a chef standpoint, there's. Uh, sorry to break it to everybody. Spoiler alert. <laughs> I, from what I understand, tobacco, big tobacco is the largest importer of co cocoa. Because they use so much of it as uh, flavor flavorings for so there's so many different flavorings inside of the quote unquote tobacco that they put into your cigarettes, that if you just rip that thing open. And heated it with some hot cream. Who knows what flavor you'd actually get? Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. Yep, 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 yep. Like the raw smell of the end of a cigarette, maybe isn't as gross as smoking it. Well, to me, gross. I don't smoke cigarettes like that. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't smoke cigarettes at all. But it probably would have maybe sweet flavors. If if it has cocoa in it. You know. Well, I, uh, they all do. You don't know. Yeah. But they. You know, yeah. I you mean, if it, I, I would figure. But I do know that in one of those shows, I don't Maybe remember. not importer, but buyer. Buyer? Yeah. Um, I don't remember what show it is, but they, uh, I want to say the chef's table, maybe. 
um, they do go to a, a, a place in Italy, and it's like three brothers that don't get along, but they they have a, a, a restaurant, oh. and they're all they all do something different in the restaurant. Yeah. And the one brother, I I who I think he's deaf, yeah, uh, is the pastry chef, and he does a um, for their dad because back when he when their dad opened the restaurant, you were able to smoke cigars and have your dinner. Yeah. And now they can't. Right. So. Uh, to for for his dad who's no longer with him he made a a a pastry where he did he, he would take the cigars and blow them into a pipe with the pastries in it or with the milk i think it was that he made the pastries with some shit like that and he would just blow the the, the cigar smoke uh-huh. and it just kind of infused it and, yeah and he made like the, the, how cream. they do the smoking guns yep yep and so yeah it, they, when they made it, let's say it was a cannoli. I can't remember exactly what it is. They shaped it like a cigar and everything. That's so, dope. When, so when you taste it, yeah, you got all the cigar notes and. So I figured maybe something like that. Yep, exactly. Yeah, so. I don't know how it tasted, but that episode always fucked me up because I was like, "Wow, we, that's such attention to detail." Yeah, and innovation. And you know, I mean, it, there's a reason why he is who he is, and he has those restaurants. Right. You know, yeah. I mean, I mean, the French Laundry is one of those. Uh, I want to say Dan, uh, Mary Caginelli was able to go there. I don't know when he. I don't know if she went when he was cooking, but mm-hmm. I do remember seeing her post that she was there. That yeah. she was able to go without Danny. Um, but yeah, so I mean, that's one of those places that. I mean, you would still go, right? Oh yeah, I would still go. Of course. Yeah. According so, to him, he picks head chefs to do things because he feels they would do them exactly the way he they think like him so uh one of the guys that i kind of follow and whatever uh in the wine industry was was the uh sommelier there for a long time uh, yeah so yeah so i was i paid attention to that place because of that guy yeah so, you know but yeah um uh, Andre Mack, I believe his name is. Yeah. So, oh, he was. Uh, yeah. He was there. Yeah, he was there for for a minute. Yeah. So that that, that dude's YouTube videos yeah. are cool, as right? So yeah. So uh, also, uh, I think we talked about this on the episode we just put up. That's the only place in America that carries uh, a couple of blends from the Chusa Winery in by the Guadalupe. They have uh, one of the only Michelin restaurants. One of the only restaurants in in America to carry at all to carry wow. amazing their wine yeah from, from the Chusa yeah I thought yeah. it was just like maybe just a fancy no one. no they'll they'll uh, when we went and then tried that wine um, they tell you uh, this is the only wine in America and it's at the French Laundry that you cool. can get in America so wow anyway, dope yeah, yeah so that's pretty cool yeah man um, what'd you think favorite. Um, I'm still on the 18. It's still giving me a bunch of different. I don't. I don't okay. know. I feel like it's got a lot. Maybe I'm just using my best guess here, but it feels like it's got the most barrel influence. Okay. Maybe. Um, Notes I, I like, dude. I got sweeter. It's sweeter mm-hmm. overall. It's. Um, I can't tell if it's. Mm. Okay. Do you get this like bread or odie? Yeah, yeah, grain, like grain a bread type of thing. Yeah, in the back. 
Maybe that's what I'm smelling. It's like a graham cracker or something. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it's like a graham cracker. But I don't like this that much. <laughs> I nose wise. I'm not a huge it's this is this is funny because I was saying this the whole time and this is by far the most complex one. And I don't I do not like it. Nose wise it's straight nectarine. Yeah. To me. Yeah. Um, it really is. It's it's like smelling in nectarine. Cut a sliver off a nectarine, smell it. That's what I'm That's getting. the fruit, yeah. Uh, I think for me, 17 was... was 17 that, was really good. I think that was the one I liked yeah. most. 17 was really good. Um, but there's this weird, like, graham crackery, oldy kind of thing that's lingering in the back that at first I didn't like. Now it's like, man, that's kind of... You'd, you'd like it? Yeah, I, I kind of do. I'm wondering if that's not like, you know, that little bit of like a over oak kind of Chardonnay type of thing. Maybe throwing its flavor in there. Yeah, um, there it is. To me, uh, I don't know. And and it would be that way. I, I, would, I could see you not liking it. And <laughs> that's I, why you do like and it. And I do, yeah. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. Uh, it's, it's one of those things where I tell people, yeah, I don't man. think there's anything wrong with it or there's something bad about it. I just, no, not it's just me. different. Yeah. Different than, than the others. Yeah. Uh, de this is definitely good. Uh, 17 and 15 were pretty evenly there. I, I like both of them. Yeah. Uh, the first one, nothing, nothing wrong with it. The thir 13. Very one note. Yes, it's just flat. It was just flat. It's 10 years old. Crazy. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But it was good. It yep. Was, I mean... I think most people would be like... I mean, the youngest one we tried was five years old. Yeah. I we think went, most people we would went, be fine with that. Yeah. We went. We dug deep in the bag here. Yeah. So, no, yeah, man. Fucking cheers. Cheers, man. Congratulations again. Yeah, that was good. Yes. Um, I'm glad that you brought those because, like I said, I was actually thinking about that when I was in class. And you just busted out with, with three of them. So, that uh. was nice. Um, any coming up this week? Um, what do I got coming up this week? Uh, doing vinyl night at the old Spokeasy Public House. Uh, I don't know when this is going on, but we do. Hopefully, <laughs> we soon. do vinyl night. So if you hear this before Wednesday, whatever the hell date it is, Monday. Huh? No, what date? A date. What date is it right now? A couple days from now, we're doing vinyl night. You can bring in your records and the twenty-sixth. Twenty-sixth. Right now is the twenty-sixth. No. Wednesday's the twenty-sixth. Wednesday's twenty-sixth. Yeah. 726 we'll be doing vinyl night at spokeasy uh you can bring records in hang out with other uh vinyl collectors and spin some tunes we didn't talk too much about music this week been a weird week for music with me i i went uh and started going back into mars volta uh catalog fuck yeah dude it's been great yeah no uh fucking love the mars volta yeah yeah no i little known fact i love those motherfuckers yeah oh um, dude uh i I, I listen to them uh, on a weekly, man. That's, uh, you know, uh, you, you'll be listening to some and then one of their songs come on because I'll, I'll normally put things on mm -hmm. uh, on random, whatever. One of their songs come on, it's like, oh, fuck. And then you just end up taking a deep dive and, yeah. and going into their music and just, yeah, letting it play. Yeah. Yeah. Love so it. dope. Yeah. So i just been just doing that. And I, we're out of time. Maybe I'll talk about a little bit about music here. So, <clears throat> I don't get a lot of inspiration from um, other hip hop acts. 
most of the time it gives me encouragement or I get excited. Maybe I hear somebody do something cool and I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. But it doesn't necessarily inspire anything. So like, but my original, original background in music, aside from the DJ stuff that I always talk about is in elementary school, I, I played a trumpet. So did I. Cool. So yeah. there was a point in time where I could, you know, read music. Almost, I got almost so good I could, I could cite just, just pull the sheet out and yeah. play. I wasn't that. I didn't get that good, but you know, I could play. Yeah, I could play if I could practice a little bit. I could play. Um, so that gave me that understanding. I'm not super good at fucking theory. I'm not excellent at any of that stuff, composing and all that. But being a fan, I imagine it almost being like. Um, somebody that's taking art classes and can paint kind of good, but not great. Watching somebody do some amazing shit and you kind of understand it, but you're also like, my, your mind is fucking blown. Yeah. Yep. But having that little bit of understanding and then also the little bit of ignorance makes it like that much doper. Because and that, that inspires me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That type of shit. So listening to jazz, listening to old old school stuff the first time like yeah well this didn't exist before this guy commercially yeah we, we, that we, type we, of stuff great that's the type of shit that really all right. All right. gets my fucking rocks off <laughs> be cool with that yeah yeah, yeah, right. yeah no yeah man that's that a little awesome. bit of information yeah. that nobody asked about yeah no that's awesome dude no i mean i kind of feel uh people that know us and know you and don't know these things are, are going to appreciate these little things that they're finding out about you. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Just like uh, if anybody went and caught uh, the podcast he was a part of last week, they learned some stuff from you that they probably didn't know. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. um, I think um, I think they they're they're appreciative of it, uh, and I'm and you're probably going to start getting those, those. Hey man, I didn't know when when you're yeah. spoke. You know what I'm saying? We'll see. Uh, yeah, you know. I mean. It's catching on, and eventually that's going to happen. Like, hey, man, I listen to your podcast. I didn't know. And yeah. That's awesome. Dude. This is the best podcast you could possibly be listening yeah, to. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, talk a little bit about the bear, off subject with the God, godfather of, uh, of Harlem, <laughs> you know, I mean. A little bit um, of the ad verticals, what yeah, are you going to do? Dude, Here's mean, a little known fact. When the camera shut off, I took a bite of this delicious bread and dipped it in this olive oil that HK made, or the bread he made and dipped it in the olive oil that you guys can't see on the camera anymore. And I fucking spilled olive oil over my shirt. So there's a little known fact for you guys. Have a great day. Have a great day. Thank you for listening. Till next time. Till next time. Peace. Peace. What happened?